I guess that's cool. That will not bring up any narratives uh, that uh, are remotely connected to KK in any way, shape, or form. One hopes. I got links ready. Five. <laughs> Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, in a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. It is the second, I think, episode of the new season. Wait, maybe it's the third. Might be the third. I think it's the third. Yeah, it might be the third, actually. That's, we cannot that's, count. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that Don't is ask if, us only, to count if only I ever learned how to count. <laughs> God damn it. My name is David Oje. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And that's it. Veronica is still devastated by the loss of Jeff Petrie, and she is <laughs> uh, extending uh, her leave of absence uh, because of this to um, mourning you know, gather. Is a long one. Yeah, her mourning period is a... Uh, is excessive, and uh, we, uh, you know, we support her in these trying times. I'm sure... <laughs> The Habs, without Jeff Petrie, will be a completely different team. Are you sick? Nope. Okay. Took a COVID test, said nope. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> I had to take one the other day. It said I wasn't sick either. Yeah. It's not like, you know, sucking on some guy's sweat and I'm raging against the machine mosh pit would do anything. Oh. <laughs> I... Never mind. <laughs> that's all that happens. You get tossed around in one of those things. You're just uh-huh. rubbing sweat with other dudes. So fun. Love it. Smells great. It was, Feels amazing. It was, the, it was the, the use of sucking um, that I was surprised about. And so I was waiting for what was going to come next. Because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Can only imagine. And with that being said, the past week um, has seen not a whole lot on the Habs front. Free agency continues. Um, big moves that people are expecting would, I guess the most obvious one is Pierre-Luc Dubois, who apparently um, accepted a qualifying, qualifying offer, offer or a contract. with A qualifying offer... Which means he's not going to be offer sheet. He cannot be offer sheeted. Um, um, so it means one, nothing. Oh, I think he did, it was a contract. Well, he did sign a contract. I lied. I thought it was a contract. Yeah. It was a contract. One year, six million. Um, one year. One year, six million. Um, <laughs> wow. And so everybody's like, oh, it's over. It's not over. He does not want to stay there. He does not want to be there. Um, he can still be traded at this point. Um, and also, but also like, it's contracts only for one year, so he could still go elsewhere next summer. And then when he's get traded UFA. again. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Who did Pierre-Luc Dubois play for before the Blue Jackets? Columbus. Because remember, it was him and... No, the, before um, the Blue Jackets. Oh, before the Blue Jackets. I don't think he... Did he play? I don't think he played anywhere. Oh, I just, I, I, I just do not care about PLD. He is the last thing on, 
on my list of things in my life to care about, which is like right under learning how to poach an egg. You know, I just don't care. <laughs> um, and some, I think it was, I heard, I think it was, I think, I think it was Scott Mala was saying mm. that Kirby doc is like a younger PLD anyway. So if he pans out, then we don't, we really extra don't need PLD. So we'll see what happens to, to make that, uh, that trade for doc only to trade additional assets for PLD. Yeah. Seems like we're paying a whole lot for a whole lot of a new team mm-hmm. as opposed to whatever. Just building one ourselves. Regardless. That's the whole drama about PLD. I'm just, something happens, happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But yep. um, whatever. Whatever. I'm, until until he's like on the record actually saying, I will not be happy until I play for the Montreal Canadiens, then it just, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It does not matter. But there we are. Um, so aside from that, we had some surprising news come out of the Paul Byron camp. Yes. Um, so Paul Byron was fishing with his father-in-law, brother-in-law, and a friend. Where were they? Um, on a lake. They were on a uh, boat. Notre Dame du, du Lau. It's L-A-U-S. I don't know how to say that in French because my French is bad. Um, and this man in a seaplane crashed in the river. And Paul Byron assisted in the rescue of the pilot. He went in the water with the gasoline and glass and all that jazz. Just went right out there and helped. Um, And he posted um, a statement yesterday stating that, was it yesterday? What is today? Yes, yesterday stating that he did not want to take credit for the rescue, that it was um, Serge Lebel who actually rescued the pilot um, and Paul Byron didn't want to like, make any statements of the news or anything out of respect and privacy to the pilot who was injured in the crash um, and he said that he assisted and that other people like on the beach helped out um, but Serge is the hero um, and of course Paul Byron is like always like the most freaking humble person ever like he's like oh yeah it's fine. he's like he's like oh yeah I saved this baby from a burning building but really it was just like the, it happened to be raining at the time and the rain really helped keep the fire at bay and I just used my legs I think think my shoes instead of me for walking out of the fire kind of thing like he's just he's just that guy um so Paul but Paul Byron's like a little freaking superhero now and He's like, that's fine. Just a just a normal day for Paul Byron fishing. As one does while people. fishing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a that was also that was some very good news to hear. Nobody hurt tragically, one hopes. And yes. there we are. Yeah, I think the the pilot of the plane is expected to recover fully. Um he just I don't some sustained some me, medium injuries, I think. I don't know. Minor. They didn't go into detail, of course, but but yeah, nothing too crazy. Yeah. You said it was um uh, a plane boat? I thought it was like a racing boat. Like a sea, a seaplane. Oh, okay, okay. Like you know those ones that have yeah. like the you can the land one in on Indiana the water. Jones. Yes, exactly. Right, okay. Exactly. That's good. So that's Paul Byron. Uh, we had some news on uh, Slavkovsky, at least uh, in particular, uh, the fact that he will not be joining the uh, World Junior Championship for the express reason that he wants to train exclusively for the NHL, and that's. I don't recall the last time we had somebody committed at least so vocally in to that cause for the Habs. Like that's um 
I don't remember Ryan Paling doing something like that. I don't remember Romanov doing something like that. I don't remember anything like that. Or no, not Romanov. But I'm trying to think of like other first round picks. Um, like anybody. Like freaking, I don't think Alex Galchenyuk did that. But whatever. So he'll be training with folks for the express reason no. to be NHL ready. But he... NHL ready no. at season start. And I mean, mm-hmm. Yes, and there was a really great thread about it. Um, oh, what is that person's name? I didn't pull that up. Uh, Toma Prokop. Um, well, I don't know why I'm using that accent because he's definitely um, Slovakia. Um, but he's at L-E-W-Y-S-K-O on Twitter. Uh, he's a Slovak hockey insider and bas- basketball journalist, but he posted a, a thread of um, some quotes of an interview Slavkovsky did for a Slovaki um, news outlet called Denik Sport. And uh, he was them in English. So um, people in North America will be able to read them. Um, and it just talks about like how he chose his number. Um, there's some videos and photos from practicing um, what, what, um, your eyes uh, goals are and stuff. And it's not a super long thread, like five, five, five or six tweets. Um, but it's really cool um, just to get that side of things from him. Um, and we'll tweet it out um, for people who want to see it. That's right. Good. That is right. Yeah. Uh, we also got, um, we also got a bunch of numbers for players. Yes. I'm sure people are super pleased with all these numerals. Uh <laughs> Most notably, Chris Weidman is taking the number six from Weber. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Matheson's taking Sherratt's eight. Dadunov is taking 63. 63. That wasn't Lecky. I think Lecky. I felt like he was 62. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. And Doc's got number 77. And, of course, Slavkovsky, number 20. Number 20. So there it is. And those jerseys are now available to purchase. Mm-hmm. As said by Chikolaspor and the Habs Twitter. Yeah, at least your eyes is. I'm sure the others are as well. Oh, yes. Uh, Sorry, that's what I meant. I meant your eyes is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. People are like freaking out. Some people are, are freaking out about Weidman wearing six and saying it should be retired and whatever. Which nope. I, that's not happening. No, it's not same it's reason why the, Carey the Price already have too many numbers retired. Carey Price's number isn't getting retired either. Not happening. Mm-mm. Zero. I think if he wins a cup, oh yeah, it will be. But otherwise, no. He has to win a cup. Um, the, 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 it's the just statue he has to of win a cup. standard is too high in Montreal <laughs> to have a guy that everyone loves. You know, have their jersey yeah. retired. It's just, it's not um, going to happen. And like. I don't know. It's like, it's, don't get me wrong. Like I get attached to players and numbers and things like that, but it's just, it's silly. It's silly to be angry at a player for, for being nice and giving a requested number to a new kid and then taking another number that you associate with another player, like, and being just being mad about that because they did a nice thing. And so they have to pick a new number and they happen to pick a number of another player that a lot of people love. I love Shea Weber. He is number six to me, but I'm not going to throw a tantrum about it because Chris Weidman's wearing it. It's going to be weird in October to see him wearing it on ice, maybe. But also, we did, have not seen Shea Weber wear number six in over a year. So, 
it is it is what it is you're allowed to be upset but don't be an asshole yeah that's it pretty much um more so for that too apparently a uh, wyman is a uh, quite a voice in the room since um as that thread mentioned from uh tomash mm-hmm. uh, yeah savaski goes to him for a lot of stuff chris wyman as well yeah. as a uh, uh, suzuki caulfield um of course uh, edmondson as well so mm-hmm. it seems like there's a new father figure yeah <laughs> Uh, Which, there's, I think a, there's a new brain trust within the locker yeah. room and it starts with i pretty i would say it would probably start with uh edmondson but i mean mm-hmm. if slaff is saying like man he's so thankful for chris weidman it's like why mm-hmm. there has to be a reason yeah and i mean i think he was brought in for that reason in the first place maybe not necessarily looking forward to like this um exact time in with the team but like in general like just when he was brought in before that he was meant to be like a veteran brain presence leadership but maybe like behind the scenes more so type of person Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, i don't know well, i guess we'll figure that out i was yes. just looking up how many people wore number six for the halves and it is not a <laughs> ryan allen wow i remember him douglas murray of course <laughs> Oh, and another Yaroslav Spacek, man. Hmm. Like Anyways, Susie Spacek? Around like 22 players have worn twenty uh-huh. have worn number six in the history of the halves. And 40 have worn eight. Woo. How about that? We will think eight's a luck C eight is a lucky number. Well, let's see. The few past eights that I remember. Brendan Proust, Jordy Ben, Greg Patteron, <laughs> and Ben Sherrod. Greg Patteron also wore number six. Oh. I forgot Greg Pattern wore number eight. Yeah, look at that. Very funny. I forgot Greg Pattern wore. Very funny. <laughs> so there we are. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. What else is going on in the wide world of sports? Um, Les Canadiens are officially coming back to Montreal. They have signed yes. players. Six. Was it six? I think it was six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Signed players today. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That is pretty cool. So, of course, the Premier Hockey League, being the Women's Hockey League for, um, you know, national-level hockey between the United Federation. States and Canada. Federation. Is it Federation what I say? It's, yeah, it's PHF. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. The uh, National Premier. No. Premier Hockey Federation. There it is. Yes. There it is. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> we'll have our Lady Habs back, which is very cool. Former Lady Habs uh, have been signed to that, if I could recall yes. who it was precisely. Um, Not well, Marie-Philippe Poulain, though, absent from yet. that so far. Yet. Yes. Uh, we have Alexandria LaBelle, Anne-Sophie Bettes, Kim Deschen. Jade Downey Landry, Christina Shanahan, Sarah LaFour, and Bridget Leganier. And three of them are former, are, are previous Les Canadiens. Um, and then there's three, the other three, I think, are college signings. I'm not sure. I'm trying to look to see what their jerseys say. I think they're college signings. Yeah, this one one has a Concordia jersey, one has a Vermont, and one has I think I th- think that might be McGill, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Let's see. Well, Betes, or Bete, I'd say. Bete, yeah. Uh, 34 years old, played previously for the Canadiens. Dishan, um, also a seasoned uh, you know, women's hockey player. Again, another former Canadian. Let's see. Danny Landry, though. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, played for McGill. Yep, yep, one of the McGill girls, as you mentioned. Uh, LaBelle is from uh, St. Louis de Gazag, Quebec, which, oof, don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, yeah, probably another college lady. And yeah, I think the first two we mentioned before, the only former Canadian. There, but there it is. So, Premier Hockey Federation, yes. getting a team in Montreal, priority, good. Can't wait to catch those games. Oh my gosh, okay, but imagine... Imagine so, like if Marie Philippe does end up playing with them, and then like all the Habs like have like a guys' night and they go see the lady Habs, that'd be super cool. That would be cool. That would be like I would just would love the article on that. I'd actually like to be there actually, but I probably won't. Yes. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. It's almost too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. But I know like Cole, like Cole would lose his voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. What else is going on here? Yes. All right, so we got them. Let's see, there's something else on my mind. I've been going around the league, but I don't quite recall what it was. Maybe it was just that. At the Canadian, we had Mr. Mm-hmm. Paul Byron. No movement for the Habs. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, mean, I could say. Tomorrow. Let's see. Oh, fuck. That's not what I wanted. Second, god damn it, you bastard! Okay, <laughs> so yeah, Habs are still absolutely clapped for cap space. Mm-hmm. Um, have to figure out a contract for Kirby Doc RFA. So, some there is going to be a move at some point because the Habs have no cash yeah. to sign him officially. He's a restricted free agent right now, and he is the only person for the Habs left to sign since it looks like oh. How about that? Cap Friendly is saying that Caden Promo is still a restricted free agent. So I guess they have to figure out the money for him as well. Wouldn't that be a kerfluffle? Wait, no, but he signed a... He he accepted his qualifying offer, I thought, and he signed a contract. Yeah. I'm just looking at... I'm just looking at what Cap Friendly says, because the same thing yeah. might be might be said about Kirby Doc as well. Um... Because maybe, uh, um, maybe oh, yeah, no, I'm still seeing, yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been signed officially yet, so well, go up to them, you will have to figure that out, um, and if that's the case, and if that's and if that's the case for doc, then Kevin promo is probably. Uh, correct there as well as being an RFA. And, uh, well, something has to happen. Something has to budge. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <clears throat> Interesting stuff to look out for as we melt through whatever's left of the summer. Though apparently this incredible heat wave is apparently over. I hope so. I'm tired of it. It's like the high here was 34 today, and it's still 26 outside. It was supposed to rain. It did not. 
Yeah. So. It's actually cooling off a nice little bit in New York. It was actually pleasant-ish outside, have- even with the rain and the humidity. Mm. So Don't you have, great. like, more trees there, I think? Yeah, we do. We have, yeah, uh, we have a trees. buttload of trees in New York. Yeah. Oodles of them. We need more trees. They cool things off. Yeah. Nature's nice. air conditioning. <laughs> and it's not far from the truth. So there's all of that. It is not. Whew. All right. So. Um, so. <laughs> did you want to talk about the, the Twitter thing? The what? The Twitter thing. Which Twitter thing? Where um, the Habs Twitter tweeted out, guess who? And all of hockey Twitter descended into madness the other day. Oh, yeah. It was Mr. Matheson. Yeah. Wasn't that funny? That was funny. Like, but they did it like 8 p.m. Like, it was like prime news release hours because everybody's home on their phones after dinner, but before bed. I was at work and I was freaking out. I kept checking my phone. I was like, if they announce Nick when I'm at work, I'm going to be mad. But it was just Mike Matheson taking his small son, Hudson, and his wife, Kel, Kel, what is her name? I don't remember what her name is. Uh, Mrs. Matheson into the, the ha- his first tour of the, ho- not hotel room, the locker room. And he was saying that, like, back when he was on the Penguins, they would come for games and whatnot. And he would imagine the locker room. He wanted to know what the, the- <laughs> and he also said that even when um, he was playing as a, with the visiting team and he knew that the fans weren't cheering for his team, he still would get goosebumps and stuff, which was really neat and stuff. But I, the, <laughs> the Twitter, the Twitter announce, not announcement, but the Twitter takeover while brief was, um, it raised my blood pressure a little bit. When was that? Was that Saturday? That was Saturday. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Nope. I was I was out drinking. And then I looked okay. afterwards like, oh, Mike Masson oh. came. <laughs> it was nuts. Nope. Didn't see, um, didn't see a thing of it. Um another there was like a like a, a profile um on a white Chicago White Sox um, player done this weekend. There was and there was another one done on him back in the 2020, done by the NHL or by the Habs. Um, but there's he was on a different thing at the time. But there's um, a White Sox player named Liam Hendrickson, and he is a or Liam Hendricks. Oh yeah, and he's um, a huge Habs fan. Um, his wife uh, actually is the one that got him to be a Habs fan, and so he follows the team. He watches every game that he can. Um, he has never gotten to go to the bell center, but he's been to um, some United States games and things like that. And he said that on July 7th, um, they were actually getting ready to play a baseball game. And he was watching um, the draft in the dugout, not the the clubhouse, because he wanted to see who the Habs were taking first overall. Um, And he's really excited about um, Slavkovsky and seeing a season with uh, St. Louis. and that um, he's he's his teammates said he's always like wearing like Habs colors and things like that when he gets a chance to when he's not in um, his baseball uniform. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. I'm surprised he even gets to watch any games because they play like 160 <laughs> they, games. Yeah, they play a fucking so many. Year. I hate baseball. I it's only realized 
this year, I'm 35 years old, and I realized this year that they have the draft during the season. Yeah, it's weird. It's always been like that. I don't know why. And there's like 20 rounds. Because they have to have so many, so many players. Fuck that. Holy <laughs> shit. Man, making a kind of fun sport absolutely abysmal to Dave, follow. But Dave, but Dave, you like hot dogs, and you like drinking, and you like being in the sun. Not for four hours. <laughs> Jesus. Baseball's really fun in person. Christ. And you get to yell. <laughs> I can yell at people in the laundromat. You know, it's like it's cheaper. <laughs> but are there beer and hot dogs in the laundromat? No, but it's cheaper. Okay. I could bring a 12-pack and just toss them at people coming out of the laundromat. And that would be a good day for me. i do it for an hour. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm complete. Oh, man. I just, baseball is like, ba man, baseball to me. Mm -mm. It, would, it, would take a, it would take a minor act of God for me to, like, go to a baseball game. Me saying that. Habs fantasy camp, hate bringing up all the time, but that was probably the first major league baseball exhibition, wasn't even a game, that I had attended at the Big O. And that was fun, but that was fun because we were fucking set up, so, like, yeah. I didn't have to, like, worry about anything, yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, oh. Jesus. Sorry, I remembered a PLD thing that I learned earlier today. Oh, what'd forgot. you learn about PLD? Um, so everybody was like freaking out because he was at the draft and saying like, oh, he's at the draft because he expected something to happen, blah, blah, blah. He said in an interview that he went to the draft because his bank offered him tickets to go and he lives 15 minutes from the Bell Center. So it was like him and I think his said his dad and like a friend or something like that. I forget exactly what it was. Um, went and they were in like a box. They weren't they were in a box and all this other stuff. I mean, like nobody knew he was seeming to know he was there while we were there. As far as I could tell, nobody said anything. That um, guy was in and out like a fucking shadow. Yeah. If that's the case. So he cleared that up. He, cause everybody was like, I mean, even people were reporting that he was at the draft cause he expected something to happen. And, um, apparently that's not the case. He just went because he had tickets and nothing else to do on, a Thursday night in Montreal. So, yeah. Anyway. What better time to go to Montreal than then? That's it. Exactly. Everyone when is, what is hockey there. without without drama? I mean, they say it's all soap operas. I mean, it's no soap operas, just hockey, but it is all soap operas. It is all soap hockey. operas with hockey in between. That's all it is. Yes. Without a doubt. I mean, like, we've had this. We've had... Um, Connor McDavid cheating. Uh, we've had different things with both Kachucks. Um, oh, yeah, he was traded. Yeah, it's kind of major. That's a huge <sighs> fucking trade for those guys. I mean, yeah, Matthew Kachuk. I just I don't know. I still hate Mackenzie Weaker. All I know I'm, is I'm, I'm just... Gonna, um, I'm going to stop. I just realized that I'm now worried for the guys that I met at EDC that were from Calgary. 
that were huge <laughs> Flames fans. And it was during the uh, Edmonton series when I was at uh, EDC in May. Ooh. So they were having a um, they were having a grand old time. And they were vehement haters of the Leafs. So we got along fine. Of course. Of fine. Course. And they love Cole Caulfield. Like, that kid's good. Like, thanks, man. Appreciate it. He's Fuck wonderful. the Leafs. How can you not love Cole Caulfield? Like, how? Oh, I'm sure how we'll can you find look some. At this sweet little cherubic face and not love him. I'm sure we'll find oh, some. Hey, if it's worth PLD, oh. we might as well trade him. I have something. I, I, I have a gripe. No. <laughs> I have a gripe. Um, people are being mean to Brendan Gallagher's girl- girlfriend for dumb reasons. Uh, her name is Emma. Um, Why, did she strangle like, some she's... ferrets to death? She's literally posting about her life on Instagram. Which is what Instagram is for. And she's like, "If I, we get it. He's your boyfriend. We get it that you are you have puppies. We get it. You have a life together. I'm like, that's what every, every person does on Instagram. Um, I could be dating Brendan Gallagher. I could be dating the girl across the street. I would still be like, look at my fucking boo. Here we go. Look at them. Look at this puppy that we got. Look at this flower picking date. We want to look at this watermelon that we're eating. Look at this beer that we bought. Look at this boat ride we took. Look at this ferret. I am not strangling. Exactly. Like nobody is like, nobody's saying the same thing to like Nick Suzuki and his fucking cat that has its own Instagram, which I love, by the way. My little Instagram is wonderful, but it's just like, y'all. There was a dumbbell standard there that I hadn't considered. And I don't understand why it's there now. Maybe we should start harassing Nick Suzuki's girlfriend. I think it is time now. No. Let us move. (laughs) The soap opera over to the Suzuki clan. May they feel the rage <laughs> like, of the Canadiens fan just, base. It's just so stupid. Like, let her live her life. Let her do herself. Like, this is the first. Like, is she a Quebecer? She must be. Emma, Why else would she be getting all this hate? I don't think so because she. I don't think she's a Quebecer, no. Because Brendan's always talking well, about. That's why. I, I think that she's from the West Coast. Because Brendan's always talking about how she she loves the sun and loves like Florida and California and stuff like that. And um, they were in LA last week, I think something like that. And she was all like, "This is perfect. This is great." Blah blah, blah enjoying the sun and whatever. And he um, he posted a picture of them like in the snow in Montreal like a while back and was like, like she basically just was like she hates it, but she loves me or something like that. Um, and like this is the first partner of Brendan's that we've known about. Like, so, like, why, don't be, there's no reason to be mean to her, there's no reason to try and, like, run her off or scare her off or just be mean to her just because, for the, for no reason. Just be nice to people. Like, I don't understand. If yeah. Dave got a girlfriend and, like, listeners were being like, we get it, Dave. It's your girlfriend. You can put, you can, you don't have to post her all the time. Like. It would be the like, I would feel the same way. Mm. Dave would post his girlfriend. I would post more. This is our yeah, morning man. routine. <laughs> Step one: post one. <laughs> Just like cuddled and like hog, like you're hogging the pillow. No, not and even. Like, I'm talking about like brushing teeth and shit. Oh, I'm talking about like here. This kind of time of type of floss we use. I only use this floss because it's organically sealed, and. uh... <laughs> 
We Here's have to get it. We have to get it from Lee, Massachusetts, from the outlets in Lee. It's the only place where we can get this organic floss. It's amazing. Then I'll write, write like a five-minute review on it. Avec mon cher E. And uh, yeah, that would be, I would double down, double down. And Do she should too, as should yes. Brandon Gallagher. I post more, post all the time. And like, post more. Post the sandwiches that you shared. The, you walking from the restaurant to your car. Driving from from your, the restaurant to your house, walking from your car into the house, your routine when you get into the house, when you come back from a date night, and then how you prepare the snacks that you're going to eat while you watch your favorite reality TV show, and then your commentary on said TV show. That's right. Give us, give us all of it, Brendan and Emma. We are appreciative, yeah. Dave and I. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But <clears throat> with that, we've reached our time. All sorts of news today, as one yeah, expects so... in the past week of incredible news of um, oh, Matheson, yes. Slavosky's, um, Byron's, mm-hmm. and of course, and of course, uh, Le Canadien, an imminent return to I'm so excited. hockey. And what the hell is going on? <clears throat> My camera decides now not fucking work there we go oh i can see you yeah i know so can i much better now so that's it all right thank you for listening like and subscribe we're gonna have so much news next week it's gonna be just brimming over you never know anything is possible like the the lid makes the little curvature bubble because water does that and it's just gonna be like and it's just gonna overflow that's gonna be the news it's gonna be incredible (laughs) just just you wait and that's it. Yeah. So, so much news. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.